Relationship Podcast with your host, Certified Life Coach, Chris Rich. If you're having trouble navigating your mixed faith relationships, struggling to connect with your people, or having specific challenges, you are in the right place, my friend. Episode 44, Navigating General Conference in a Mixed Faith Family. Hello, my beautiful friends. It's hard to believe we are already finishing up the month of March and April is just around the corner. So many things to look forward to. Spring, blossoms, Easter, Cadbury mini eggs, although I may or may not have already eaten plenty of those. And general conference is coming up this weekend. For those of my friends that are not familiar with general conference, it is an event that happens two times a year where members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints spend two days listening to the leaders of our church on a worldwide broadcast. We used to call it Jammy Church because we would watch church at home in our PJs. There are a lot of things to love about conference weekend. It's usually a time of gathering with family, friends, yummy food, special traditions, and a time to get your spiritual batteries recharged. But when a loved one leaves the church, general conference can be a tricky time to navigate. For me and many of my friends in this space, it can be a weekend of mixed emotions. Let's look at some of those emotions that could potentially come up. You may feel peace because you're feeling the spirit of the message. You may experience mourning because things don't look the way you thought they would. You may feel jealous when you see an Instagram post of families enjoying the broadcast together. You may feel worried about what your loved one might be feeling as they listen to conference. You may feel motivated to try harder. You may feel fear because your spouse was very upset after the last conference. You might feel like you're walking on eggshells and you can't enjoy the conference. You may feel renewed because of that one message that was meant just for you. You may feel lonely because you're watching it all by yourself. You may feel resentment because you feel like you can't enjoy the speakers because of the people around you. You may feel inadequate because your family isn't doing all the things. You may feel proud because of the progress you've made since last conference. You may feel love and a renewed desire to keep on keeping on. And these emotions may just scratch the surface. With all of these emotions, my friend, I want you to remember that emotions are not problems. We often treat emotions like fires that need to be extinguished. We become emotional firefighters and try to make the negative emotion go away as soon as possible, whether they are our own emotions or someone else's. When we were young, we all learned that we were supposed to stop, drop, and roll if we were on fire. I want to offer you a twist on those familiar instructions. When you notice emotions that feel fiery, instead of stop, drop, and roll, I want you to stop, drop, and breathe. What do I mean by that? Good question. 
first, I want you to stop and recognize how you're feeling. Name the emotion. Validate your own feelings to yourself. This in and of itself can make a huge difference. The next thing I want you to do is to drop out of your head and all the thoughts that are creating your emotions and drop into your body. Where do you notice the emotion? What does it feel like? What is going on in your body? And then just allow that emotion to be there. Make space for whatever you are feeling. An emotion is just a vibration in your body. Negative emotions don't feel pleasant, but they can't hurt you. Okay, and the last thing I want you to do is just breathe. Take some good deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. My friend, emotions are not a problem to be solved. They are feelings to be felt. Your emotions and your loved ones. Instead of being a firefighter with your emotions, try being a detective instead. Get curious and observe the emotion. Stop, drop, and breathe. General conference in and of itself can't make you feel anything until you add meaning to it with your thoughts. Think about it for a minute. In our mixed faith relationships, some of us love conference and we've got loved ones that don't. That is because we're thinking different thoughts based on our lived experiences. This is great news because you get to intentionally decide how you want to feel. Think about that. How do you want to feel as you're listening to conference? For me, I want to feel peace, love, motivation, and rejuvenation. I want to feel the spirit. Years ago, when I started this mixed faith journey, I spent a lot of my energy trying to make sure that my people had a spiritual experience during general conference. I made my world famous cinnamon rolls in hopes that I could create the perfect experience for them. I tried to think of all the creative ways to get them to stay in the room and listen. We played all the games, conference bingo, coloring pages, and you know that candy game where you eat an M&M every time you hear the word service or a cheese it when you hear the word repentance and perhaps a Skittle every time you hear the word joy. We played all those games. We did pedicures and manicures. We built Lego sets and made snowflakes. And if my people weren't in the room, I played the broadcast loud enough in hopes that they would hear the perfect message to soften their hearts. I listened for the talk I could use to get them to change. I spent so much of my time trying to curate the perfect spiritual experience for them that I missed out on my opportunity to recharge my spiritual batteries. When conference was over, I was often exhausted, frustrated, full of junk food and resentful because I didn't get what I wanted out of it. I spent so much effort trying to make them feel the spirit that I missed out on the opportunity for me to feel the spirit. A lot of things have changed since then. My kids have grown up. 
And over the years, I have learned to focus on my experience. I had to learn to stay in my own lane, so to speak. I learned to just let them have their own experience and focus on mine. None of my family members have any interest in watching conference. I watch by myself or go to my church and watch with my ward family or a friend. I still make my cinnamon rolls because I love that tradition. And let's be honest, they are amazing. But after that, I do what's necessary for me to feel the spirit instead of trying to make those around me feel it. And I don't think it works like that way anyway. It's easy to think there's only one way to watch conference. Our situations are all so different though. I've learned over the years that I don't have to watch each consecutive session live. I like to watch the sessions live when I can, but I can also make conference work for me. If my son has a soccer game during the Saturday session, I go to the game and I watch the broadcast later. If my husband invites me on a walk during the Sunday session, or if my college student just needs to talk, I don't freak out anymore because I know I can watch conference another time. I also know that I'll be able to read the talks anytime I want to. Instead of trying to make things happen for them, focus on you, my friend. Let your loved one have their own experience. If they're struggling, you can listen with empathy. We can totally understand that from their lived experience, they see things differently. We can listen with love and curiosity to them and still have the experience we want to have. You don't have to agree with someone to have empathy for their experience. I want to remind you that the eye sees what the brain looks for. So if you go into conference looking for all the things that will bug your loved one, I assure you, you'll find plenty of evidence. Focus on what you want to see. What are you hoping to get out of conference for you? Look for that. The eye sees what the brain looks for. Here are some questions you can ask yourself. How can I make general conference work for me and my unique situation? How can I support myself so I can get what I want out of this? How do I want to feel? How do I want to show up during conference? And how do I want to show up after? Also, coaching can really help you to get in a space where you can stay in your own lane and get what you want out of conference. If you haven't taken me up on my offer for a free coaching session, I would love to help you with this situation or any other situation you may be struggling with. Go to my website, chrisrichcoaching.com and click on the tab that says work with me. And make sure you're getting my mixed faith Friday emails. I will be sharing my recipe for my famous cinnamon rolls and other great tips to help you in your mixed faith relationships. I'll include that link in the show notes for this episode, or you can find that on my website as well. Happy conference weekend, my friends. And that's all I've got for you today. Make a great week. Mwah.
don't have to be on the same page with religion to have a great relationship. If you are feeling stuck in all the emotions that are coming up for you in your mixed faith relationships, or are looking for tools to help you move forward, I can help you. Sign up for a free session with me. Go to chrisrichcoaching.com and click on work with me because you and your loved ones are worth it, my friend. Thank you.